Welcome to Multiple Nerdgasm, your destination for all things nerdy. For Christ's sake, we're finally here. Yes. Jesus Christ. I'm going to say, sorry, not for the lateness of this episode, but for episode 83. Yeah. We had, there were technical difficulties, which we have now resolved, hopefully. And... Well, the technical difficulty was Dan went to China. I couldn't help because I was behind the Great Firewall. Yeah, exactly. And behind the actual Great Wall. How was that? The wall? Yeah. Look, I was reserving judgment before I saw it. I wasn't going to say that it was a Great Wall. You know, it was just a wall. But um, that fucker is huge. Let it, uh, let it be known it is a Great Wall. Right, well, this comes from the guy who's, when I said, let's go to the Grand Canyon, he said, it's just a big hole in the ground. <laughs> did, I, did I say that? Well, I'm sorry that I'm more impressed when a man makes something as opposed to, say, God. <laughs> so you enjoyed yourself over in uh, Chinatown, Dan? Yeah, yeah, I did, actually. Do they have a Chinatown in China, in Hong Kong? Do they have a Chinatown? Do they have an Australia town? Yeah, close, they do. They have a Westerner town? Yeah, pretty much. Really? You know, when you go out in Sydney and you see, you know, a fair bit of white people, but you also see a fair bit of Asian people, a fair bit of this and that. Yeah, I was the only <laughs> yep. non-Chinese person there. And uh, it in, was pretty in, obvious. In China. Oh, man. Yeah, there's there's none of us. Wow. And I got stared at a lot. <laughs> How did that feel, Dan? Because, like, I've never been stared at. Just funny. Like, it was just, like, like oh. unashamedly people just staring at me. You've been stared at, Dave. You may not have known about it. <laughs> did you encounter any racism? Like, as in, you know... Well, I did, um, I did see a sign that said, Danger Slopes Ahead, which I thought was a little bit on the nose. <laughs> was it at the airport? <laughs> Actually, it was the Great Wall of China. So, ah, Jesus. Oh, it's for the Mongolians. God oh, dear. Mongolians. So did you visit Foxconn? No, I didn't visit Foxconn. I didn't get time to go to Foxconn. You know, it's one thing I learned about China is that it's a really big place, actually. Yeah. And oh, a lot yeah. of the things that I thought, oh, I'll visit that while I'm in China, fucking nowhere near me. So, uh, yeah. yeah. I didn't get to go to the unofficial World of Warcraft theme park, unfortunately. Right. There's an unofficial World of Warcraft theme park? <laughs> yeah, because they don't care about copyright law over there. No. I did see the Chinese Colonel Sanders. That's hilarious. <laughs> Okay. And before you ask, that's exactly it looks exactly the way you're thinking it does. <laughs> awesome. Um, Do you have a photo? I don't I didn't get a photo of that though. I did get a photo of a couple of other weird things. In fact, if if, if you'll permit me, I've got, I've got a bit of a list here of weird things I saw in China. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'd love to hear it. I would right. love to hear it. You guys it. have seen the spreadsheet. We uh got to fill in the time somehow. <laughs> um t-shirts were one thing that I found particularly entertaining in China. Things that either I didn't get, or they didn't get, or possibly both. Just weird t-shirts. The first one that I saw was this kind of, really just kind of normal, plain-looking girl, right? Who had this t-shirt on that was just a naked woman on her knees, with her face blurred out, and a speech bubble that was blank, that just looked like you wrote your own caption in. All right. Hmm. And she just wrote in, fuck me. <laughs> and I I saw her just wearing Did that you? around the train station So that was interesting <laughs> There was one t-shirt that said Don't cry, just smile And say, fuck you <laughs> uh, This was all in English Yeah, that's right yeah. Yep. Well, I don't read a whole lot of Chinese, Luke So yes, everything I saw 
I was just making sure. <laughs> yeah. Then my absolute favourite T-shirt that I've ever seen, and I almost stopped the guy to ask him where he got it. Because um, out of context, I don't really know where this is going. But it said, I didn't understand, so I wrote a naive parody. <laughs> Whoa, that's deceptively deep. <laughs> yeah, I know. But wow. I want to know is, did he write the naive parody because he didn't understand? Or was his parody naive because of his misunderstanding? <laughs> you know? I really wish you'd asked him now. <laughs> if I had, I'd probably be even more confused. Yeah. Put it that way. So they were weird, some weird t-shirts. Excellent. Um, Excellent. I saw a kid with the Apple logo shaved into the back of his head. Really? That was pretty weird. Huh. Some weird rules that they have there. For example, on the subway, there's signs that say, no balloons. No balloons. No balloons. Specifically. That's sort of sad. Yeah. They took the time to make a sign. No happiness. That was happening so often, and it was so dangerous, <laughs> yeah, right. they had to put up signs. <laughs> no balloons. Um, maybe balloons, maybe that doesn't mean what we think it means. Maybe balloons, <laughs> maybe balloons means rape. No, 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 because it didn't, uh, it wasn't written, it was a It was a pictogram, like the kind oh. of no smoking symbol, except it was a man holding the hand of a little child, the oh. child had balloons, uh, and the red, uh, line, red circle with a line through it, uh, over the balloons. Over the balloons, or over the pedophile. <laughs> <laughs> you make a good point, Matt, you make a good point. Mm. Um, you know how they get celebrities to endorse products, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing? Yep. Uh-huh. Um, there's a Chinese... Uh, clothing brand called Chocolate, which is chocolate, but with the word cool inserted into it. And um, Awesome. And their celebrity endorser, Bruce Wayne. What? Yeah, it's Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne? Yeah. The character? Bruce Wayne. Yeah, the character of Bruce Wayne. He's drawn similar to his in Batman the Animated Series, and he's just on buses and stuff saying Bruce Wayne endorses Chocolate. But Wait, Really? What? Yeah. Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Bruce Wayne. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Wow. That's... Huh. When you've got fictional yeah. characters endorsing your products, I mean, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm pretty sure unofficially, because I'm fairly certain <laughs> so you don't go, yeah, that's fine. Use Bruce Wayne however you want. Although I'm sure if, if they had signs that said SpongeBob endorses Twix, Luke would be get, munching down Twix constantly. <laughs> you like SpongeBob? I don't mind SpongeBob. I have found that if I do see it on television, I can't stop watching it. Yeah, he's addicted. Right. He's addicted to SpongeBob and Storage That's Wars, but SpongeBob. You're also They're addicted to Storage too. Wars. I know, I know. But I digress. Another thing that I saw that was pretty interesting: selfie machines, and I saw these everywhere. Selfie machines. They Did carry you just around say selfie machines? Selfie machines. They carry around their mobile phones on long sticks so that they can just hold them up, take a cheeky little selfie. Really? And I didn't see just one or two of these. I saw a lot. Huh. A lot of these being used. Like it's, you know, like a like a claw on a stick. You know, like one of those... It's exactly that. Those little hands you had yeah. on a claw when you were a kid to hold your mobile phone. Huh. The sole purpose of taking a selfie. Wow. In fact, I even saw people using them on video mode. To just film, film themselves. themselves going around doing stuff. Like I'm worried that we're going to start to see them in Australia. Well, I've seen stuff yeah. like that, but it's. I assume that that was for like, 
you know, like vloggers or, you know, like for once-off things. I didn't think people just carried them around and went, oh, there's a cool thing to take a selfie in front of. I went to a lot of tours, I went to a lot of museums and uh, a lot of historical sites. And the Chinese love their dragons, right? There's dragons everywhere. Who doesn't? Yeah. But they're not treated like mythical creatures. They're kind of just amongst other real animals. So you'll just have a row of statues and there'll be a, like a rooster and a rabbit and a horse and an elephant and a dragon, right? Yeah. And I asked a lot of people, like, what's with the dragon? You know, I said the one tour guide, I'm like, look, rooster, real. Horse, real. <laughs> yeah. Rabbit, real. Yeah. Dragon, real. Dragon, what's the question? Dra- dragon, <laughs> what's the deal? And he's like, what are you getting at? Yeah. You've got all these real animals and then a fictitious animal. He's like, oh, dragons are very important to our people. I'm like, yeah, I get that. Like, I'm really reading that loud and clear, but I just <laughs> yeah, I did, I didn't I noticed. understand. And I, I asked literally maybe four people um, in different cities on different tours, like, what, just admit to me. <laughs> admit to me that the dragon's made up. Not one. It's <laughs> an imaginary animal. <laughs> On your trip to China, you just couldn't <laughs> let it go that no one would admit dragons weren't real. Say it's the made closest. up! Say it's made up! No, no, I won't! Say it! Say it! <laughs> oh, here's a question. Uh, what couldn't you do on the internet? Uh, most things, hmm. huh. actually. Um, no Facebook. No Twitter. What happened if you tried no to Snapchat. go to Facebook? I tried to go to everything. It just doesn't, just doesn't load. Can't go to Google. Google's blocked. You can use other search engines, but Google isn't one of them. Yeah, like Baidu. But the most frustrating thing was my phone kept giving me push notifications for Facebook and and Twitter and things oh. like that. But I couldn't actually access the sites. How do, how does that work? The push know. notifications come from different servers, not Facebook.com. Ah, yeah. So and the app mm. didn't work. The apps just didn't work. Yeah, that's right. The apps were just. Huh. You just clicked on them, nothing happened. Huh. That's interesting. I mean, they opened. They just wouldn't update. I wonder if they get this podcast in China, like as in if they if we're blocked. I wonder if we're blocked. We're not. I tried. Oh, good then. Yeah, you can, you can go to multiplenerdgasm dot com in China. You can uh, click on the link and uh, listen to the podcast to your heart's content. Yeah. Well, so if you're in China, I'm sure you already knew that. Yeah. If you're if you're in China and you listen, please uh, send us a message. Yeah. Go to the website. Click on the contact page. Fill in the form. Let us know. Uh, tell us why you believe in dragons. And maybe next time we're in China, we'll uh, come to your town. Yep. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. Not unless you tell us. Not unless you have a cool... They're not real. <laughs> not, not unless you have a <laughs> yeah. cool theme park. Not unless park. you admit to my fucking face. Not unless you have a cool... <laughs> Dragons are made up. Not unless you have a cool copyright infringing theme park. <laughs> That's right. And if you do, I'll say this, we'll probably come to it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Speaking of mythical creatures... Oh, I mean, factual creatures. Factual uh-huh. creatures. Oh, I have yep. a feeling we've got some Sasquatch news. We do. We have some Sasquatch news. Uh, cue the jingle, Maddie. <clears throat> do we have a jingle? Did we have I don't a jingle? Think we, I don't think we, we do. We go through this every time we do Sasquatch news. Yes, we have a jingle. All right. <laughs> Good then. Okay. <laughs> well. <laughs> so my name is Dave, and this is the Sasquatch Jingle Derp de Derp. Fuck yes. 
That was our jingle for Sasquatch News. Such a good jingle. I can't believe I forgot it existed. (laughs) But anyway. I think at a certain point, we stopped doing jingles, and Dave just kept insisting that there were already Yeah, I know. Any segments that have have been made up since then. No, no. (laughs) If I I go to look for a jingle, and there's not a jingle, this is going to be the jingle. My name is Dave, and this is the Sasquatch (laughs) jingle. That's going to be the jingle. Well, it was better than the time that uh, you guys used that soundbite of me going, so suck a dick and download our podcast as the ad for this podcast. <laughs> that was a great ad. I wasn't ad. around to stop you. That was uh, a great ad. We should have done one without you, and then every time you had to say something, it was just that. <laughs> suck a dick. <laughs> what do you think about that, Dan? So suck a dick and download our podcast. Podcast, I believe the term was. Podcast. Yeah. Anyway, there's been a cover-up. Some scientists (laughs) have performed tests, I'm making air quotes, on um, a number of alleged, sorry, factually uh, Sasquatch samples, 30 hair samples um, that were taken from various sightings of the Sasquatch and uh, Bigfoot uh, from museums, amateur hunters, Amateur hunters all, all, over, all over the world. And uh, and the results are in. Uh, and they claim that there were bears and there were dogs and there mm-hmm. was a porcupine, mm-hmm. but there was not a Bigfoot. No. So, ah, so well, it's a conspiracy to cover up Bigfoot. Well, clearly. Well, yeah, they, only explanation. I mean, how would they identify it as Bigfoot? No one knows what the DNA sequence <laughs> exactly. would be. Exactly. So they would say it's an unknown animal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, let's, let's go back. Let's let's. Were there were there any inconclusive results? There were two anomalies. I'll go on. Two of the hair samples apparently can be traced back to a Paleolithic polar bear bone, which is dated to more than a hundred thousand years ago, and it was discovered in the Arctic. So that's interesting. Yeah. What are they still <coughs> doing? Still a still a bear though. Still yeah. still not a Sasquatch. Well, I mean, what's it doing hanging around wherever? Do you know what? The article doesn't actually say where those samples were gathered. Oh, no, from the Himalayas. My, my guess is right where it, that bear is. So we're it actually does a Sasquatch. Say. We're talking a Yeti. Well, he- Himalayas, they found two hair samples that belong to a Paleolithic polar bear. Mm-hmm. I believe it's pronounced Himalaya. Matt? <laughs> Himalayas. Himalaya. No, it's not plural. Himalaya. Himalaya. Uh, refers to uh, the entire, entire range. Very well. Their samples dated, uh, sorry, related to a Paleolithic Pochabechbochen. That's better. Dated to more than one thousand years ago in the in the Arctic. Just lost half our Arabic listeners. Go on. <laughs> that was a Himalayan accent. <laughs> like it's terrible. Himalayan, the Himalayas, Himalayan. The Himalayas are not in Arabia, David. No. No, certainly not. No. So uh, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. They've, they're telling us that they don't match the the the, the Bigfoot, but uh, they match this hundred thousand year old polar bear that doesn't. It supposedly doesn't exist anymore. It just it doesn't add up. So I think uh, it doesn't add up. It doesn't add up. <laughs> oh, keep the search going. Exactly. No, no. I, I don't think we need to search anymore. I think it's just best to assume that they're out there. And that they're just too smart for the scientists. And they're probably telepathic. And uh, yeah. I'm pretty okay. sure they're um, dragging people off to their humpies. 
and um, and hanging their legs up on the wall. <laughs> Could you yeah, uh... and showing showing them their uh, as Luke would call it, little Sasquatch penis. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right, well, I don't know how this podcast suddenly started becoming about travel and yetis. Mm. Um, not the two <laughs> things that traditionally we cover on the show. I know. Sorry about that, listeners. Actually, this is an unusual start. Let's get back to... Uh... Unusual start. <laughs> uh, Steam Summer Sale, gents. Yes. Dan, you obviously missed it all. Hey, I was behind the Great Firewall. Do they have yeah. Steam what, in What did China? you guys get? Um, I actually yeah, did dumpling. very well. I only spent about eighty dollars during that sale. Eighty wow. dollars. Yep. Wow. I spent about twenty, thirty. I brought a, as always. I brought a lot of things that uh, I'll probably never play. Hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Are you... Well, that's that's what they're counting on, Luke. So. Yep. <laughs> that's their business model. Yeah. Do you have more games than me yet? Uh, I would say yes. I've got 265 now. I've got more than that. Let me load up Steam. Unfortunately, I've got more than that. Really? All, all games, 340. All right, I've got to beat that. Mm. During the sale, I picked things up. And also, I've uh, you, there was a period... Some games you can um, register your legit copies, uh, like physical copies on here, and so I didn't need those anymore, and... And some of them are like doubles, like there's Medal of Honor multiplayer, Medal of Honor single player, like oh, a lot yeah. of stuff like that. So some of these are double ups. And I buy like Star Wars packs or I've got the Sherlock Holmes pack, which has got like six games in it. So I don't know. I've just kind of ended up with an excessive amount of games that I'll never play. Jesus. Hmm. I'm just amazed that you're spending... Um, Dave, you now own Payday. Oh, thanks, dude. The one or two. One. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 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 Thanks for Thanks, nothing. I guess. They've <laughs> <laughs> uh, got DCS F, uh, F15 Strike Eagle if you want to. No. Well. You're getting no more DCS anythings from me. You have to make sure he, you have okay. to make sure he plays Payday now. So what did you buy, Luke? Well, no, he... Um, I brought um, always sometimes monsters. What? Hold on, I'm just checking the name of it. It is. You don't well, even know what it's always called. Monst- always, <laughs> always sometimes monsters. What is that? I have to go to the store page because I actually forget. It does look really cool though. <laughs> Jesus. Um, set out on a cross-country journey to win back the love of your life, and endure the hardship of making story-defining. The- Choices that will affect your life and the lives of those around you. Oh. Right, so no mention of monsters. So no. I'm assuming the monster in this story is you. <laughs> the yes. monster is love. That's and what I believe. In the ways that, that you, a good man, can turn bad and, and ruin a relationship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I should I'm be great at that. that. In real life. <laughs> yeah, I've been playing that for the last 30 years. <laughs> Yeah. So, w- would you recommend it? Um, I haven't played it yet. <laughs> <laughs> it just put really cool. down, man. <laughs> uh, uh. Yeah. Um, and I actually can't remember what else I brought. They should make a game of Dave's life. <laughs> Kids would be buying it, just being like, "How was it? Oh, it just, just wasn't very fun." <laughs> That's so true. It, was, it had a lot of potential. It's like, 
Would you play it again? Yeah, for some reason I think I have to play it every day. <laughs> but I'm just I'm just not enjoying it. There is a game that I did buy that I have played and I did enjoy. What's that? Uh Plague Incorporated Involved. Oh, is that one of the ones where you've got to make a virus or you are a virus or Yeah, you you're a virus and you've got to try and involve it and kill everyone in the world. Yeah, right, cool. I would recommend it. It's just a little point and click game where you save up points and then you Decide how you're going to involve your virus. Hmm. That yeah, one I would actually recommend. I've seen that. It looks pretty cool. Hmm. Well, I bought... And yeah, um, as for the other $60, who knows? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I bought uh, Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning, because that was like a couple of bucks. That's the 38 Studios role-playing game, the company from Rhode Island that spent millions of dollars and then didn't make any money and then went broke and then owed the government millions of dollars. And now they're they're no longer fund game studios in Rhode Island because of it. So that's that game, which is actually pretty fun. So that kind of sucks. Yeah. Too little, too late, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good game. It's written by um, R.A. Salvatore, who famously wrote the the Dungeons & Dragons books about Drizzt Duerden, the Dark Elf. Huge nerds on the internet will know what I'm talking about, both of them. No, no need to get racist. No worries. Apologies. I also purchased Papers, Please. I've got Papers, Please. Yep. Which uh, I only played for a couple of minutes, but that's uh, it's pretty cool. I want to play more of it. Uh, Isn't it just like paperwork, essentially? It is, but it's, well, it's interesting. I, yeah, I, a little bit more to it. I bought it in the last Steam sale, still haven't put it on. Oh, no, check it out. It's good. Um, Dave, I just took back Payday. What do you mean you took it back? <laughs> <laughs> I've decided I'm not just not going to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you in exchange for your trading cards. <laughs> <laughs> well, I already accepted it over Steam, so... Nope, I just went in there and it's back in my inventory. I have returned it. Jesus. The Lord, give, the Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. <laughs> fucking your Lord. Indian yeah. giver. What the fuck? Oh, no, no, well, no need to be, no need to be racist. No need for racism, Mr. David. Oh, sorry. That was Sanjeev. He edits the podcast now. Oh, Thanks, I just, what? Really? Seriously? Yeah, he does. He does a good job. <laughs> he does a great job. No, I mean, like, you seriously took I did. I'm, I'm about to offer it back to you. <laughs> just in exchange for all of your trading cards. Wait, my summer sale trading cards or all of my trading cards? All of your trading cards. I just get, I gave no. him all of mine. I didn't, no, you I didn't can't have anything. all of my trading cards. Well, actually, what I... are you doing with them? Trading with them. <laughs> Not, yeah. yeah. I'm giving you for a, a game a and you can eat all your trading cards. <laughs> I like the way Luke works. He gives you something. <laughs> Then he takes it back, <laughs> and he says, "If you want it back, you got to pay for it." <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure there were fucking drug dealers at my high school that had that exact same tactic. Yeah. You know, he could just give Gabe Newell a couple of bucks for it. <laughs> I don't uh, understand how this happened. Who who bought me Dead Island <laughs> Riptide? What? Uh probably Luke. <laughs> yeah, probably me. Oh, wait, I'm I always giving people games. I don't have Dead Island Riptide. Fucking better not have been you. Son of a bitch. Wait, Deadline, 
Dead Island epidemic beta gift has been that, added to your Dave, account. having something that you don't have doesn't take anything away from you. That's true. That's true. Oh, I also bought Risk of Rain, and I think I gifted that to a few of you. Yes, I got that. Thank we you for that. You did gift it to me, cunt. Uh, it's not Mac compatible. That's the reason for that. I think. Wait, now how many? Be the did I give it to you, Dave? I don't know. I don't think so. Oh, that's awkward. I just found out the, tr- the gift did go through. <laughs> yeah, look, it would be pretty weird if you could gift something and then just take it back. <laughs> I know. Well, you exactly. can like, before they I don't know why they it. build that function in. Like when they were when they were coding this, did somebody go, "Wait, there should be there should be a function to take it back." Because <laughs> And then Gay went, "No, no take backsies." <laughs> no takesy backsies. Hmm. Uh, yeah. So I'll think of another trade for your trading cards. What else uh, what, did I get? I, uh, got... <coughs> One thing I did want to talk about, I didn't get this in a sale, I got it on my iPad a while ago, but I started to play the other night, The Wolf Among Us. Has anyone played that? Is that the uh, adventure game by the guys that did uh, The Walking Dead? Yeah, the Telltale. The Telltale. Yeah, yeah that, looks, uh, that looks pretty good. Yeah. <sighs> See, I it kind of is, but I... Did you play The Walking Dead? Oh, I loved it, yeah. See, I liked it, but I have this issue with it where it kind of devolves into ooh, 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 tap now. Like, it's all just quick-timey shit. And well, it's an adventure game. It's either click on stuff and do quick-timey shit or just click on stuff. Like, well, what problem, else do you want them to do? I think I'm going to... Maybe I'll try it a bit like more on um, PC. I played The Walking Dead on PC and I didn't have as many issues with it, but I was playing this on the iPad, The, the Wolf Among Us, and the <coughs> beginning of it, starts out where you've, you've got a conversation and, you know, the conversation's one of those ones where the time is counting down and you've got to choose something real quick before your guy just stands there and says nothing like an idiot. And yep. I, just, I don't really like that because I like to think about what I'm doing. I don't play a game because I am want to be stressed about what I'm going to say next. You know what I mean? But that was the best part about the game is that it's like real life. It's like you've got, you know... You got a minute to think about this here while it's happening, and then you you're on your own. You got like five seconds to think about it. I don't know, but yeah, I, yeah see, I don't, I don't know. I don't really like that so much. And then, and then after that, there's just this prolonged quick time event, which I I found frustrating because with the iPad you've got tap and swipe, and then apparently without telling me anything, you've then got repeatedly tap really fast, and I just kept dying uh, because I didn't realize right. that I it had changed from just tap to keep tapping keep tapping and then i yeah right. anyway i got really frustrated with it and uh stopped playing so i want to go back to well, it because whereabouts did you stop playing in the walking dead oh the walking dead uh i played up until like uh episode three or four what was the one with the, the one I, I stopped at the i finished the one with the train i think and then stopped right okay i think they oh no wait they got to the town they got to the the city or whatever after that you did did that thing happen that you'd know I was talking about if you'd played that further? No, I guess it didn't. Oh, man, you <laughs> missed out. You missed out. It's just, I don't like anybody in it. It's not interesting to me. Yeah, that's my life, Matt. I don't know. I didn't like any of the characters. And I don't know, th- this, The Wolf Among Us seems really interesting. The story's great. It's, a, it's, a, it's based on the Fables comics, and it's about... Um, all of the characters from the old fables and fairy tales live in an area of the city of New York where it's protected by a, by magic, by a glamour, so that humans can't see it. And some of them 
wander about and they have fights and stuff like that, but they're not supposed to reveal themselves to the humans. And so it's it's pretty funny. Like the you, you play, you play as um, Bigby the wolf, the big bad wolf, who's the sheriff apparently, and has but has to catch a taxi around for some reason. Um, and then you get to this building at the start, and the the landlord, you know, the old curmudgeon landlord who lives downstairs is Toad, and you walk in and he's just there as a Toad, and you t- have to tell him off for walking around as a Toad. Because he's like, I can't walk in here and see a four-foot fucking toad walking around. Like, <laughs> go pay for some fucking magic to look like a human. It's pretty funny. So that's, I was enjoying it, and then it just pissed me off with its gameplay. And I, I also, I read that it is based very closely on a story arc from the comics. So I'm like, oh, maybe I should just read the comics. They're great. Yeah. I've, I've read them. They're good. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it another try. I might try it on PC. Except I already paid for it on the iPad, so I pissed off. Did you buy the whole thing or just one episode? No, just one episode. And I think I bought it on sale, but I can't actually remember. Yeah. Well, you can just play the first episode and then buy the rest on PC. Yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, and the other thing I was talking about Shadowrun. I bought the Shadowrun expansion on PC because I was trying to play Shadowrun on my iPad. I've tried to play games on my iPad so many times, and they always fuck me around. I try to play Shadowrun. Because iPad games suck. Why do you uh, buy iPad games? Well, they just because I'm. I like the idea of just of like, for example, XCOM on the iPad's pretty cool. Like XCOM on the iPad's brilliant. Yeah, right. But and that's so, a turn-based strategy game. Like it. Well, so is Shadowrun to a degree. It's more like it's an RPG, like Baldur's Gate and all that kind of thing. And I bought Baldur's Gate, the first one on there, and I'm like, I don't want to play this on iPad either, because oh wow, for one, they can't patch them effectively. No, because I have to download the whole thing all over again. Yeah, and because they have to fuck around submitting them to Apple. And so Shadowrun has twice now corrupted my save game. And then this time, I'm really far into it. And it's just... It's, and, and it's corrupted it in a stupid way. I basically just... It just took all my money away because of some stupid fucking bug. And now I can't hire anybody to help me on this mission, so I can't complete the mission. And it's... I don't... It just pissed me it's, off. So it's it's like dead to me. Life. It's dead to me. It's like real life. <laughs> it's just dead to me. So <laughs> I'm not playing games on my iPad anymore. Fuck off. Right. <laughs> which means you know, my, I, which makes me wonder my, what am I going to do with it? Like, you should gift it, gift it to Luke, and then take it off him. <laughs> yeah, Luke, do you want an iPad? <laughs> he has one. I have one that I'm, I'm thinking about giving away. Oh, all right, fine. But Dave, I just sent you another trade. It's just a picture of his mum tied up in a basement. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Dan, go on. Um, no, I've been playing not in the same caliber, but I've been playing just a cute little addictive game, um, iOS game called Sometimes You Die. Has anybody encountered that? No. Kind of, it, it kind of plays against that concept that just about every game ever made shares, which is you try not to die, right? Yeah. So this game, yep. you do die, and you often have to die in order to get through the level. Huh. So it's it's this little black and white thing. It's just kind of this cool, really minimalist design, and you're a little cube, and you just kind of got to navigate these levels, but you have to sometimes let yourself die um, in various ways in order to help yourself. Well, you've respawned, so... Sometimes you might need your dead body somewhere strategic so you can jump up onto it 
to then jump up onto a higher ledge. Ah, stuff like that. Okay. Really yeah, simple, okay. but just cool. I just I'm just really enjoying it. That's interesting. I bought it on the name alone. <laughs> wow. Hmm. Where did you buy it from? Because I just went to have a look on Steam and it's not there. It's an iPad game. Yeah, I wish I had time to play on the iPad. I've got uh, just a little little bit of interesting, funny news. <laughs> Dan's been overseas, but uh, somebody who won't be travelling overseas any anytime soon is a young man yeah. uh, in the United States. I think he's in the United States. Probably should have fact-checked that before I said it. <laughs> but no, he never stopped us before, man. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. No, he's British. He's British. So he's, he's, he's not leaving the, the, uh, the UK. Anyway, uh, a guy in um, Britain has changed his name, legally, to Han Solo. <laughs> and uh, got his, um, you know, changed his, his bank card and, and, and all his stuff and had a good laugh about it. But then he found out that um, they won't issue him a passport under that name because it's a fictional character. So uh, he's, he's kind of <laughs> fucked. But, but it's, it's, his, it's his name. Doesn't matter. Apparently, um, apparently they they rejected it. So I know I know that sounds strange because I mean, what if your name is Han and your surname is Solo by birth? But apparently, it is possible. Yeah. Well, apparently, um, apparently they said no. Oh. Yeah. So uh, anyway, but well done. He has a driver's license that says Han Solo. Yep. Presumably. Yep. He's got bills addressed to his house that say, Mr. Solo, you're... Yep. Your gas money's overdue. Yep. Yep. Your Vespian gas. Vespian gas? I thought that no. was No, Starcraft. that's not it. That's Starcraft, it's Starcraft. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Must... I've mixed up my stars. Um, <laughs> Tiberian. <laughs> no, 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 not Tiberian. Oh, crap. How do I not know this? Oh, you're fine. This is embarrassing. <laughs> It's embarrassing to you that you, do, you that you don't know the name of the gas in Star Wars. <laughs> yes, they it is. They mine on Bespin specifically. <laughs> Bespin. No, no, I was right. Tabana gas. I was right. All right. So I do know it. Uh, you say tomato, I anymore. say tomato. <laughs> I say Bespin. <laughs> Bespin. Bespinet. I'm so, just more interested in the spice from... Uh, Kessel. From Melange. Not from Kessel. Melange. <laughs> the spice from Kessel's better. <laughs> That should be a sketch. There should be a sketch where the spice trader from Dune Ugh. is talking to the spice trader from Kessel. That big fucking space navigator <laughs> thing from Dune. We got the best spice on Bespin. No, 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 no. You don't. You don't. No, mate. I, sp- I specifically want Dune spice. Come on. No, it's no. just as good. It's, it's cheaper. It's the same. We are all racist caricatures in space. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, Han Solo, we salute you, you, you goof. Oh, jeez. Yeah, surrounded by idiots, aren't we? And um, speaking of Star Wars, speaking of, mm. some news regarding the, uh, not the, the, well, there's some news regarding the, the upcoming Episode 7 as well, apparently. Let's start there. Yeah, uh, Harrison Ford broke his leg recently. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. I'm not sure exactly how, but apparently it involved the door of the Millennium Falcon. Allegedly. We talked about this. No, that's last fine. Last episode. That's all right. But- that's all right. But no. Well, the update is that apparently he, in another two weeks, he's going to be okay to come back, and they'll complete the set, the, the shooting. So, so that's good news because people were worried that they were going to 
you know, write his character out what? and his character. But we're going to write Han Solo out. <laughs> it's like, spoilers, he's playing Han Solo. Who, who does he play? Yeah. <laughs> Han Solo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I'm sure that's what was going to happen. The JJ went, "Oh no, it's fine. We'll just write Han Solo out of Star Wars. No problem. Yeah, no one will have any problem with that. Well, he can play Indiana Jones instead. I read today mm. a rumor. Did you guys any read anything about this? That Carrie Fisher's daughter may be in Star Wars. She's going to be playing, yeah, Princess Leia. Yeah. What? In a flashback scene. Oh, I didn't. But That's interesting. What does she look like? Does she look like her mum? You can see it. She does look a bit like her. What's, but her, what's her daughter's she's... name? Harry Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she um she's never hasn't acted in anything else. Oh, this will go she... well. Billy yeah. Catherine Lord. Loud. Oh my! Wait, no, that's Carrie Fisher. I was like, wait, that looks just like <laughs> Carrie Fisher. And I'm like, it is Carrie Fisher. <laughs> it's stupid. No, I'm she looks... I'm here, and she... There's an article in a, in a, on a website called The Hindu. Which I'll read oh, in the appropriate accent, if you don't mind. Uh, you know what? I'm going to paste one picture in. This, this doesn't look too bad, really. Yeah, I'm popping this down under the Muppets. <laughs> Spoilers. Where are the Muppets? <laughs> oh, there. All right, click in. Oh, yeah, well, with that picture, you definitely can. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, if it's just a small scene, she may not even have any lines for a week. That'll work. I can't That'll work. imagine being a... Yeah. And Shia LaBeouf is going to be playing Han Solo in the same flashback. Oh, God. Oh, I'm kidding. Fuck. Don't joke kidding. about that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Not even worth joking about. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. Hans Olo. <laughs> Hans Olo. <laughs> Hans Olo. And uh, the guy who directed Looper is apparently doing eight and nine, which is Ryan Johnson. Wasn't that a terrible film? <sighs> I thought so. It was awful. Now the the disappointing thing is that Ryan Johnson's first film, Brick, is amazing. Everything he's directed after that, the Brothers Bloom, Looper, a couple of episodes of Breaking Bad, have all been awful. Awful. Arguably the worst episode of Breaking Bad was his episode. Hmm. Really? And I just... I don't want Star Wars to be like Looper. I mean, I'm, no. I'm not a mad fan of J.J. Abrams by any means. But, like, I'm fine with him doing Star Wars. Yeah. I, he's the best kind of like, Because my... My threshold is so low, like, <laughs> anything will impress me at this point. He's, like, just, he's just inoffensive, I guess. Yeah. He'll... Did you hear what uh, Kevin Smith said? No. Kevin Smith was allowed to visit the set and watch oh, a day yeah. of shooting. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, and, he was uh, allowed to do that for the fucking other movies as well, and he was like, oh, my God, it's going to be amazing. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, maybe this doesn't mean anything. <laughs> oh, James, um... you took the wind out of Dan's sails. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. you really did. Sorry, sorry. No, no, no. Just he, he tweeted a picture of himself winking. In tears. And he said, I can't disclose anything because I'm under contract. But it's, it's what you want it to be. 
But I'm. But as Matt just shat all over my argument, yeah, I'll, I'll, maybe it won't be. I can't disclose anything, but I'm crying because currently Mark Hamill is sucking me off. <laughs> <laughs> Why is he crying? If he doesn't lock it, why is he so happy? Why doesn't he just ask Mark him to stop? Like <laughs> He's so happy. <laughs> he hasn't done this since I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> We had that picnic on Dagobah. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> Alright, so um, who saw The Muppets Most Wanted? I did. Is it any good? You, you want to know if it's any good? Yeah. Well, I like the last one they did. It's fucking terrific. Is it? Of course it is. Yeah. Of course it is. It's better it than is. the last one. It's, it's so good. It's not just a good Muppets movie. It's a good movie. Wow. That's the one with Ricky Gervais, uh, yeah? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. Interesting. Did you watch that on, it's, on the plane it's like, Yeah, watched it on the plane. Yeah. It's like an old school espionage spy movie, but with Muppets. Huh. And it's great. The guy from Flight of the Concords writes the songs. Yeah. And he's in it. Hmm. And uh, your girlfriend's in it, Luke, Tina Fey. She's in it. Okay, cool. Cool. Yeah. No, it's good. And I, I thought the last one was good, but this one's really good. Because I remember we did speak about this one uh, yeah, I'd quite heard a few episodes ago. Reviews. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm happy it's turned out well, and I may go yeah. and see it now. Yeah, you should. Hey, I'll watch it too, actually, because I like the last one. Well, I mean, for starters, I didn't mean to talk you out of seeing it the first time. <laughs> but, well, um, no, I liked it. I mean, if you watch it and you don't like it, you can you can have a go at me on air. I'll, I'll just have to pop it. <laughs> if you like but, the Muppets, uh, check it out. If you don't like it, Ricky Gervais says stuff in it. Oh, there's this bit that's so funny. There's, you know, the, you've all seen the first one, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. The, actually, yeah. the first one, the one from last year. <laughs> you know, it's about that character who wants to be a Muppet. Yeah. Yeah. At one point in this, like, all fucking, it's all gone to shit. And that character just kind of casually remarks, oh, I'm not even sure I want to be a Muppet. And everyone stops <laughs> and just goes, Really? Because we did a whole movie about you wanting to become a Muppet. <laughs> like, yeah, I know, but... And then Dr. Teeth goes, if I recall, we spent quite a lot of time on it. <laughs> it's really funny. Awesome. All right, I'm going to watch it. I will be seeing that. Yeah, I, yeah, I will call you out if I don't like it, but I think I will. Yeah, I think you might, actually. Well, I just found some great news. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone knows I'm a little bit of a Robotech fan. Mm-hmm. There is actually a new Kickstarter for Robotech to come back for a new series. Well, if you like oh. it so much, you'd learn how to spell it, but go on. <laughs> I, was very ex- I was very excited. What did I write? Robotech. Ah. <laughs> Robotech. I was super excited. So, um, would I be able to borrow $10,000 off someone? No. <laughs> or change borrow Maybe. to have? Oh, in that, ca- oh, in that case. Oh, sure. That- <laughs> it was the fact that it was a loan that was kind of putting me offside. What do you need it for? Oh, hang on. I can scroll down and see. I, I assume he means for a Robotech Kickstarter. Oh, Fleet, yeah. Ad- Fleet Admiral. Yeah, I'd love to get that as... I don't even know what it comes with, but I just really want this to go ahead. <laughs> I just want to give them as much money as I don't have. 
<laughs> yep. Well, they've made $64,000. Not bad. Hmm. Uh, yeah. They do need half a mil, so they're a fair bit off. Hmm. But it has only been going for a few days. Oh, okay. It's a short... I was going to say because... Uh, oh, yeah, 32 days to go. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah. Oh. Still plenty of time. Oh, best of luck to them. So is this for a, a film or for a, for a series? Looks like for a new series. Hmm. Just like I only found this as we've been talking on the podcast. Hmm. Sorry if we bored you. <laughs> That's all right. I'm sure we'll get back into the rhythm soon. Hmm. All right. Well, everybody go support Robotech so Luke can have things that he wants. But it is sort of scaring me that all this is happening just after I get my new tattoo. Interesting. Maybe it's... How's that going? Yeah. Sorry? You got it filled in? No, not filled in yet. Still just the outline. I'll probably get it filled in in a month. Okay. Mm. Need money for it. Hmm. Yeah. So that's the tattoo of um, Sonic the Hedgehog fucking Christian Stewart's skull? Skull fucking, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 I thought Whose so. suggestion was that again? Uh, <laughs> that was awe. I think. Was that all? Yeah, I think it no, was. Not, <laughs> no, that all was the Meccano set. Was he? Ah, uh, right. Yeah. No, I don't know. Let me check. So was it Phil? Was it Phil's? It was Phil's. Yeah. Was it? Phil. Nice work, Phil. Yeah. But again, <laughs> still waiting on people to send in more drawings. Well, a drawing. <laughs> Ideas are good, but the whole idea is I can't draw for shit. So it'd be really good if someone could design something. Simon, just putting it out there. <laughs> I think, does anyone else get the feeling this whole competition was pretty much just set up because Luke wanted Simon to design him a tattoo? Why can't you just ask him? Because that's kind of what I assumed at the time. He's really nice. He and is, he's, he's great. Even, he even gave me a very nice jacket. He gave me my Assassin's Creed jacket. He did too. Oh, did you want me to, you want me to ask nice him to design you a tattoo? No, no, I'm doing it through the podcast. All right, all right. <laughs> You'll know now. He will. Yeah. Really yeah. shocked when I didn't get one from him, though. <laughs> but still, the offer is out to all our listeners as well. You designed a really just, cool I was, just sh- I was just shocked that he didn't want to work for free. <laughs> just well, to be pop. fair, he has done quite a bit <laughs> exactly. of free. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking hell. Yeah, but he he's also just, uses us to advertise. <laughs> he uses us to advertise himself, so... Well, no, in all honesty, I can honestly say our listeners have never done anything for us whatsoever. But Simon, you, you think Simon's just desperate to reach those 100, 150 people? It's, yeah, he was like, he sat at home going, How can I get more eyeballs on the artwork that I'm producing? I need to find the most popular podcast. He chose a podcast with the lowest listener rate. Of probably any podcast. <laughs> That's right. I don't know. Matt and I used to listen to a podcast that I'm pretty certain we were the only two. It was called From the Director's Chair, and it was a guy basically giving his own film reviews each week. But then after three weeks, he got sick of that because he bought a Zune yeah. and then decided he was more interested in talking about the Zune week to week than <laughs> film reviews. I tried to find... So the podcast became a Zune podcast. <laughs> You're kidding I tried. To I find let it go it. for about three more weeks, and then I unsubscribed. I tried to find it recently, but he's just like. I've tried to find it. Too. He's like erased it from the internet because I assume he grew, he grew up and realized it was like terrible. But it was called yeah, yeah. from the director's chair, and I was always annoyed. So I'm like, that is a great name for a podcast. If you're a director, that is, 
Yeah, when she was <laughs> not. not. Yeah, from the director's chair is like get an inside view. Yeah, when like directors, working directors, talk about their process. But no, it was. What so, um, I just to watch some Star Wars prequels again this week. And I just wanted to say that um, Tasha Binks is pretty annoying. And uh... for those out there, that is only. A mild exaggeration. <laughs> it was pretty crazy. So I purchased a Microsoft Zune this week. <laughs> oh God. Oh God, so good. <laughs> Do you know the scary thing, Matt? Mm. I think that was about ten years ago. Yeah. It was when I worked at Yokogawa. I mean, when I worked at Beep! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah. But if I beat that out, it's going to sound like he worked at somewhere pretty shaky. <laughs> no, I just don't want to. I don't want to. Like, it's like I don't want people to find me on the like... internet. Well, I worked for an engineering company, a Japanese engineering company. Just explain. Yeah, but see, if you if you're vague about it, it's just going to sound dodgy. <laughs> when I worked for a uh, undisclosed Japanese uh, engineer, let's let's call it engineer. <laughs> no, I just don't want to. I don't want to. Get in trouble for now. Oh, you know what? I worked at Yokogawa. Who fucking gives a shit? No one... Only person... Well, Paul Matt, worked there with me. He listens. He doesn't get, listen anymore because you all pissed him off. You're going to get sued for slander. You watch. Will I? Yeah. For what? For, for saying... saying no, there. I did work yeah, there. He did work there. They don't there. want to be affiliated with this podcast <laughs> anyway. Probably not. Anyway, for all your... Uh, for all your fucking gas gauge needs, contact Yokogawa. <laughs> oh... Jesus. Um, Why did I think they made photocopiers? Graham, no, can you please email in as the they lawyer make, for um, our fucking podcast and sort this out, please? They make like... Uh, Once it's gone to air. Measurement equipment for power plants and things like that. Won't be the first time we've pulled a live show from here, dear. I got something for you to measure. <laughs> we only, have we still only had the one show pulled from air? Mm, uh, no, uh, no. I think there's been at least two. There was okay. one. That, there was, there was one phone number in one once. No, 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 no. That's never happened. There was one where Unless, I had look, to. If you if you find one that the phone number is left in, do please let us know. Uh, call or text immediately on over. <laughs> <laughs> there was one, so that we can immediately take it down. There was one that that uh, I had to pull down again because Dan, you left. <laughs> A very blatant racial oh. slur in because you yeah. thought that I would laugh at it and then take it out, but I didn't even listen to it. And I just put it up. Yeah, that was the week I found out for sure that Matt wasn't listening to them. <laughs> I was going, now, Matt, you're going to proofread this, aren't you? You're going to proofread this, right? So I put it yeah, up. yeah, Dan. Yeah, yeah, I'll totally listen to it. Yeah. And then um, I think Jenna told me that, uh, Jenna told me that there was a uh, <laughs> Bad an offensive it. statement made. Actually, did you have the to take that one down twice? Yeah, because it was um, and not only that, it was I don't know if you know this, Dave, but it was actually you out of context <laughs> making the offensive statement. <laughs> Sounds about right. Yep. Yeah, we saved you, buddy. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. And of uh, course, the other the other one had to be pulled because Luke admitted a sex crime. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey! Right. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he did by accident. It's <laughs> just true. You, you, didn't admit, you didn't mean to admit it, and to be fair, you didn't realise you were committing a sex crime. <laughs> but it was, but you, was were. Sex crime. you were. You were. 
committing a sex crime. All right, we are cutting that part out. What? I don't understand no. what the problem is. It, just because you committed a sexy crime, Luke? <laughs> the sexiest of all crimes. Yeah. Uh, all right, well, uh, there's uh, there's some books to cover before we go. Uh, yeah. I uh, I read uh, Helter Skelter, which what is... What were you thinking? Why did you read that book? What? It's, uh, of all it's... the great literature out there, you chose to read Manson's Helter Skelter. No, no, no. It's not by him. It's by the prosecutor, Vincent yeah. Bugliosi. And it's about the 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 from the police uh, from the detective's point of view, or sorry, the prosecutor's point of view about the case and how uh, they started out. Nobody had any fucking idea who 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 committed the murders, and how they mm-hmm. eventually tracked them down, and then just about all the the crazy shit and and the the just the weird crazy motive behind it, and having to prove all that stuff in court. And yeah, it was, it was really interesting. I can recommend it. It's interesting. Excellent. Yeah. Right. All right. Uh, another in-depth what are you review. Reading, Dave? No, no. I, well, <laughs> the only reason I haven't said anything is because you you were like so dismissive of it. No, no. <laughs> I wasn't being dismissive. I was I, really I don't think out. you weren't being dismissive. You said, "Why did you read that?" <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty dismissive. <laughs> That's like the definition of dismissive. <laughs> You're right. I, apologize, I mean, it, it's all in the tone, really, because if you said, oh, why would you read that? Yes. You know, then maybe. <laughs> well, I tell you what, I, I, the reason I read it is because I wanted to know, I wanted to know why they killed those people. And they were uh, crazy. Well, I can tell you why. Uh, it's, be- it's because um, the the White Album by the Beatles is actually uh, a coded message that tells us that um, the, the big race war between blacks and whites is coming. And um, the blacks are going to wipe out all the white people except for a small group of, of white people who will flee into the desert, led by Charles Manson, who will hide underground. Until well, eventually... You mentioned him by name. Until it, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Or oh, 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 Jesus Christ, as he's otherwise known. And, oh, um, okay. Yeah, sure. And then eventually... Once they take over the world, the black people are going to realize that that they actually don't know how to run anything because all they know how to do is what white people tell them, and so they'll <laughs> they'll come to Manson in in the desert and say, "We need you to be the ruler of the world." Sorry, we 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 fucked up, and then he will he will with them as his slaves, he will rule the world. Right. Uh, except right. except and they, can I just ask they they got this from the Beatles White Album? Yes, with such the- tracks as Obla D. Uh, Blackbird and um, and Helter Skelter specifically. Helter Skelter's yeah. coming down. Oh, there is one called Happiness as a Warm Gun on there mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. and so, but he felt that it was taking taking them a bit long to um, to get started. So he decided to kind of kick things off by murdering first, you know, like Sharon Tate and and everyone at um, at the house there at the house the Polanskis were. I just, don't you just hate it when a new world order is slow off the mark? Yeah, and then the next night they um, murdered the the Labiankas, and then he uh, the plan was to steal her purse and ditch it in a a bad neighborhood because he assumed that a, a somebody black ghetto you mean? Yeah, because he assumed that a <laughs> black person would find it and not be able to resist using the credit cards, thus implicating themselves. <laughs> that was his plan. Uh, so, um, wow. so like I said, interesting. 
And uh, and then obviously like throughout the court case, uh, he was hilarious, and interesting as well for a psychopath, because he uh, the first thing he did he wanted to represent himself, so he fired his attorney and eventually convinced the judge to let him represent himself. And the first thing he did was submit a writ of habeas corpus, corpus because he said that um, his uh, his incarceration was against the will of God, and uh, that he should be released immediately. And uh, so they could be called a bit. How did that go down? Uh, the judge said... How did that motion uh, uh, carry, Matt? Uh, denied. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, so, well, I wish I hadn't fired my lawyer. <laughs> no, no, no. He kept trying to fire his lawyer after that as well. Eventually they said, no, you're getting a lawyer. And, uh, and so they gave him one. And he kept threatening to kill the lawyer. And then the girls involved who were all, you know, the... The, the girls actually performed the murders. They're mm. lawyers. They kept firing lawyers. They went through like 10, 20 lawyers because they kept firing them. And because they, his, he, killing them. he wanted them to, yeah, they did. They murdered one of them. Um, Wait, they, they basically did murder one of them. Yeah, Hughes was murdered. Um, they never proved it, but um, an anonymous member of the family said that, yes, he was murdered because he refused to do. They didn't want, basically, the truth was that Manson brainwashed them into doing it, but he wanted mm-hmm. the girls to take the rap, and they were willing to do it, but their attorney said, no, that's that's not justice, and refused to do it, at which point he was firing them and firing them, and then threatening to murder them, and then murdered one of them, and then, yeah, it was it's pretty crazy. Wow. So, I said, I recommend it. Like, it's pretty interesting. Just this... Well, it does, it does sound interesting. I'll, um, I'll put that on my list of... Fucking the 50 billion books I want to read. Jesus, yeah. it's piling up. Yeah. But you're reading some Cormac McCarthy at the moment, by the look of it? I am, and as you know, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of Cormac McCarthy. I think his, his writing style is just amazing. Um, bit of a uh, change of pace, No Country for Old Men. Writing style, completely different. More traditional in many aspects. Um, less poetic description and more just uh, straightforward... Action, kind of like what you get out of like a like a pulp novel, really. Um, it's a uh, it's a great story though. Um, I haven't seen the movie, so I I was sort of reading this with fresh eyes because I um I, I heard they they made it into a, a film in two thousand and seven. It was quite good. Um, it is went good. through the book. Yeah, I went through the book. Um, and I, I enjoyed it, but um, in, in terms of is someone eating something? No, <laughs> not me. <laughs> no. Someone was chowing down on something, and I know it. I have a cup of tea. Sorry, I may have been drinking some tea. I apologize. <laughs> <It's all right. clears throat> um, so yeah, I uh, I read the book. Uh, it's a pretty interesting story uh, about a guy who just wanders into the desert and uh, sees basically a Mexican drug deal gone bad, and uh, two and a half million dollars in a suitcase. Takes it, and um, yeah, all a series of. Uh, Horribly violent and awful things happen to both him and the people around him. It's hmm. uh, it's a great tale. I highly recommend it. Cool. I I'm currently reading uh, something. I won't say too much because I'm about fifty pages from the end still. But um, are you worried you're going to spoil it for of... yourself? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just mean I can't comment on the book as a whole. But uh, speaking of books that have been made into films. I'm reading First Blood. Oh! book that kicked off the Rambo franchise. <coughs> How now, is, is this one of those 
Well, now, is this one of those books that was written uh, for the movie specifically, or was this one that was a book first no. and then became a movie? It was a book first. Yeah, right. it was a book first. It's the, novel- the, first the novelization of the film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, no. They're always um, so no. bad. Well, the funny thing is, this was written just as a novel, standalone novel. They then, um, Hollywood bought the rights, they made the movie First Blood. It was a hit. They then made two sequels, but then they hired the guy who wrote the first novel to write the novelizations of the two sequels. No, really? Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, huh. well, I, I'm... Yeah, it's a pretty interesting book. What are the um, differences uh, so far, Dan? It's been so long since I've seen the film and I'm going to watch it again immediately after I finish the book. Right, right. But um, so far the characterization is quite different. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, obviously Stallone was a big star by then, so they didn't want him to depart too far from his general Stallone-ness. Yep. So there's not a lot of, you know, there's quite a bit more characterization in the book. Hmm. And it goes into quite a bit more detail about who he is and who the cop is that's tracking him down, all that kind of stuff. But I'm really okay. enjoying it. Hmm. I'll let you know when I've finished. Great. Well, I'm about halfway through Fahrenheit 451 oh, <coughs> at the moment. Cool. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm going to have more to say at the end. Uh, but for now, I just want to say, <clears throat> fuck, it's depressing. Yeah. It's one of those ones that's been on my list and never read it. It's, you know, uh, the author I think I even bought Fahrenheit 451 was so unsuccessful as a writer. Bradbury? Um, yeah, for so long. He had basically entire walls of his house covered in rejection slips. Huh. Um, he's a great writer. And then, yeah, he's this, the guy that wrote Fahrenheit 451. So it just goes to show that, you know, everyone around you can tell you your writing's no good. And then hmm. somehow, if you keep persevering, you just get better and bang. Yeah, well, I mean, a, a The Martian Chronicles he wrote as well. And that's fucking amazing. Hmm. Should read that if you have not. I have not read it. Ray Bradbury has never driven a car, but he did drive the uh, the Mars rover. <laughs> That's awesome. He's dead now, I think. Yeah, only just. He mm. died last year or the year before. Yeah. Well. Yeah. No, he's a great author. The Mars rover. But yeah, for, uh, Fahrenheit four five one is fucking depressing so far. Uh, it's great. It's very interesting, but geez, it's. Uh, it's depressing. He's a bit of a lunatic, though. He's another one of those crazy sci-fi writers that just literally, you know, well, not literally, but that just lives <laughs> on another planet. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, The Martian Chronicles is great because it's it was written at a time when you kind of like... There were John Martians, of Mars. and they were chronicling their, their, yeah. their shit. No, no, but it's like John <laughs> Carter we, of when Mars. When we didn't know any better. Yeah, exactly. And so it talks about how we get, you know, people get to Mars. It's about how they colonize Mars in rocket ships. And they people just get out of the rocket ship and like walk around and, and stuff because it's, you know, they didn't know. <laughs> how would they know? Exactly. <laughs> it's it's excellent. It's it's really cool. It's And it's a, sequ- it's a series of short stories um, about the colonists on Mars, basically, and, and the Martians. And I don't want to give too much away because if I say anything, it's going to... Because it's got this kind of big overarching story, but it, they're all individual little stories that are really great. So, yeah, I recommend it. Sweet. All right. Yeah, and, but bear that in mind. Some of it is a bit silly in that it's kind of naive and you just kind of just have to go with it. Like, it doesn't make any sense, but then it's science fiction from so long ago that, you know, it, 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 you know what I mean? Like, You've got to read it in the historical context it was written in. You know, 
Yeah, exactly. It's a little bit goofy yeah. in parts, but it's it's not. But it only is because we know better now. Yeah, yeah exactly. you're forgetting that in John in the John Carter books, yeah. you get to Mars by falling asleep and waking up on Mars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. So some of it's a bit like <laughs> it, it's yeah, I, yeah. I think that makes sense. It's yeah. all right, but guys. Well, um, we're gonna have to end it there because I've got three percent battery left. Ooh, save, save, save. save. Yeah. All right. Stop and save. That's all for this week. Thank you for listening and we hope you enjoyed the show. If you enjoyed it, then please subscribe and iTunes to receive episodes automatically. We'll see you next time.